0: Boom, here I am. It's Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. Welcome. Thursday, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. sharp. I just looked at the clock. Um, How are you guys? What's new in your life? Did you have a good week? Are you tired? Are you thirsty? Do you need to take a walk? Would you like to get a library account? Have you not gotten that library account yet? Do it and then start listening to Libby Audiobooks. I love Libby. Thank you, Cecile, for teaching me the ways so we're gonna try something new today I am I I just have appointment after appointment and then I'm also just trying to draw I keep saying I'm gonna take on nothing else other than just drawing I'm I'm gonna neglect things on purpose I won't go to the doctor even if I have to that kind of smart decision-making oh do you hear this there are so many they look like fighter like World War II fighter planes flying overhead I was just taking the trash out and I noticed it was like shaking the entire state. (laughs) I don't know if it was shaking the entire state. Shaking my property though. Um, Anyway, blah, 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 we're all busy, who cares? But what I'm trying to say is I'm going to keep this mic hooked up to the laptop in a certain area of my studio that I'm not working in. And every once in a while, I'm just going to check in with you guys and say what's happening. So right now what's happening is, Um, I'm waiting for this, these two moving guys to come. I'm not moving, thank God. But Damien and I are so debilitated through our various illnesses that we can't move a simple shelf. Um, well, these are heavier than a shelf. This is a flat file. All you artists out there know what a flat file is. I've had the same one, huge, the biggest you can get, white metal one, and uh, it has five drawers. And I mean, it's the biggest in width and depth. So anyway, I finally bit the bullet. This is a massive deal as an artist, and bought another one. And I'm going to be stacking the new one on top of this other one, and it's going to make my life about one billion times easier. Um, I had to save up for it. These are fucking expensive uh, and impossible to ship. It took four. It took months to get here. And then when I got it here, I'm like. I can't move this from the The guy couldn't help me. It's a whole long story. So anyway, I called a moving company. I called many and they're all like, well, we really only do a minimum of two hours or we don't come to your neck of the woods or, I mean, it was just excuse after excuse as everything is. Um, Every time I try to get anything done here where I live because we're so out of the way, nobody will do it. I got to go check the front of the house. Anyway, these mover guys are showing up and I got this really nice guy, Ben, on the phone at some company and oh my God, he was the nicest. He's like, of course we can. Just tell me how many guys you need and when you need it. And he he, like made the appointment for less than 24 hours from when I called him. So wish me luck. That's first on the agenda today. I'm also drawing a crow Um, and then I'm uh, watching some show called to love, marry, and deceive or something like that. And it's awesome. Okay, back soon, bye-bye. Okay, update, Daniel and Austin came and helped me move this flat file. Well, they didn't help me, they did it. And just uh, my update is that they were so nice and it took like five minutes, it was no big deal. And I now have, I'm looking at it. Oh my God, this is so awesome. Listen to that, that's the noise of an empty flat file. (laughs) hold a lot of drawings. Oh shit, hold on. Gotta get this, talk to you guys later. Okay guys, checking back in about an hour later. I had to assemble the hardware onto the flat file. I'm feeling like a million dollars. I'm already regretting not getting two of these, although I couldn't have afforded two of them. Um, So everything's going well. I just wanted to check in with you guys. This is another week, another week of life. Hopefully you're still around. I'm still here. Although I have noticed I, I feel worse all the time, to be honest with you guys. Like physically speaking, um, I had to go get an infusion for a lot of my conditions yesterday. And those always like knock you out immediately. And I'm so tired, I'll, you know, even worse than normal. But I was thinking like, I remember the days for the majority of my adult life until kind of, I don't know when, eight years ago. I've, you know, my mentality was like, I just can't do enough. All I want to do, 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 do things, do things, do things, drink coffee, do things. And now, so I've gone from not being able to do it all basically, but trying really hard and doing a pretty good job of it to basically not being able to do anything. I can barely get through a day. You guys waking up for me is so hard. I think I've mentioned this. Um, and staying awake throughout the day and not needing to like, just lay down and pass out and take a nap. I mean, I can't even call them a nap because a nap sounds too, too pleasurable compared compared to what I'm doing. It's more like almost, almost narcolepsy, but it's not narcolepsy. It's definitely, you know, just finally giving in to what my body's telling me to do. So I don't know. That's, that's a, I don't know, sad reality. And yesterday I went, I had to go far away to the doctor's office where I get my infusions and I had to do, I think it was four errands, including that one, which, you know, maybe doesn't sound like a lot and it's not. And that, but I will tell you that I, little things like taking the gas cap off of the car and filling it with gas I almost couldn't believe I was capable of doing it. I don't know. I mean, this is just having an autoimmune condition, I guess. So I don't mean to be such a complainer. I'm just kind of talking it out right now. So thank you for listening. And I know actually a lot of you guys who listen have all sorts of health problems. I think also once you get to about my age, which is almost 45, most people do have something they deal with physically. Uh, It's funny, once you get to know somebody, they all come up with something, you know what I mean? So we all human bodies, you know, these sacks of flesh, that's what I always call them. This is what we're living in and they're not, they're just not easy. So, but I came home, I mean, every little detail was just driving me crazy. I was also, I wasn't very cool yesterday. I I mean, I was nice to everybody I encountered, I hope, but I was also just super testy and like annoyed with everything on the road. And I'm normally not like that. I was just really, I was a word that I would say I normally am not. I was very grumpy. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Charlie, who is my friend who listens to the podcast and who noticed that the timestamps on everything I sent out for the shop were really late. And it's so true. I I'm a and, and like basically said, are you going to sleep ever? And I haven't been, I've been horrible on my sleep schedule yet again. So, um, thank you, Charlie, for caring about me. And thank you to anybody else who's reached out, who can kind of, people can kind of tell with me when I'm not taking good care of myself. Uh, I was just looking at Frankie. I've, I I always do this with pets, like well-cared for pets. That's what I wish I could come back to life as. And, I came in, I, I was, I've was. i been thinking about her all week, just knowing how easy she's got it, how lucky she's got it. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know what her inner thoughts are, but <laughs> they've got to be pretty damn good. And I came home from all those things I had to do yesterday, and I'm carrying about a million bags and framed things and all this stuff. I, I, I think it took me at least 22 trips in and out to get everything in. And, um, and I just looked at her and I was like, Frankie... Being a person sucks. Be very lucky that you just got to sleep on a soft blanket that I put specifically out for you before I left with a heating pad. Uh, Can you imagine if that's what your life was? Oh my God. Somebody just putting up a heating pad for me and being like, just take a nap. Just be by yourself today. I'm going to get out of here. You just cozy up. Don't think, don't do anything. Just take a nap. That's it. Anyway, I wish that could be me. Frankie being a person sucks. Remember that. All right. And I'm with you guys. Do you guys agree that being a person sucks or do you just love it? Do you love every minute of it? Let me know. All right, guys. So now it is 5:30 PM. So I've left you hanging and I'm just getting back into the studio after a little, um, little, not, not a break. I just had to go to the eye doctor. So now I'm back Checking in, just want you guys to know that this whole flat file business, um, did I explain what a flat file was for those of you who don't know? It's basically what you imagine architects in old TV shows and movies putting their blueprints away in. Um, big, flat drawers, basically. Um, And anyway, so something about this thing being in my studio like it is has just changed my perspective. And it's also falling on a day where I, I did have a lot of time in my studio, which hasn't happened in God knows how long. And it's been like eating me up inside. And so here I am, new flat file. This is like the ultimate office supply, basically. For any of you out there, and I know a lot of you are just like me, who love office supplies and office supply stores, this guy, this flat file is next level shit. This makes you feel, like if, you, if a new set of markers feels you, makes you feel good, then imagine that times a million. And that's how I feel. So I've also been just kind of uh, trying to be positive a little bit more you know no matter how bad I feel physically I'm just I'm just constantly thinking about how um, grateful I am for so many things so I'm just kind of keeping that sort of at the forefront of my mind and trying to keep all of these annoyances further back accepting them as reality and all that good stuff but I just think that I complain too much. There, I said it, and I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe it has something to do with this podcast. This is a check-in, and again, depending on what mood I'm in, I can be all over the place. So did I complain a lot earlier? I don't even remember, but it would be wonderful to be a non-complainer, wouldn't it? Okay, who out there, who thinks they're, okay, you have to choose either one or the other. Are you a complainer or a non-complainer? Hit me back. I love it. By the way, I've gotten a lot of responses to the questions lately, and I haven't gotten to say much about it. I think I did have, oh, and I got some questions. Oh, same email. Charlie, he's coming in hot with some good advice and then some questions. Let's pull those up and I'll try to answer those. Okay. These, I only skimmed them so far, so I'm very excited to see what kind of stuff happens. All right. Here we go. Charlie. All right. Have you ever known a hoarder or been in their house? You know what? These might be just between us, I don't know. So I'll answer this question and then I'll answer these (laughs) privately to Charlie. But um, okay, yes. Not only have I known one, I have been not intimate. God, that's because I'm talking about my grandma, but can you say, I mean, that's an intimate relationship. It's just, I haven't been intimate. Oh my God, I don't even want to, anyway. Yes, my grandmother, my best friend, Grandma Ginny, who I've talked about a lot in my life, um, she taught me to be an artist, she was a complete badass, uh, and she was a hoarder. My dad and I, after she passed away, we helped out maybe a couple of times, um, clearing out her refrigerator and her multiple freezers in the basement. And there were things coming out of that refrigerator from about 20 years prior to the day we were doing it. And I'm not kidding. And it was things like mayonnaise that kind of looked like they were still being used. Uh, I can't remember the other details. It was so disturbing that we just kind of got through it and tried to not focus on it. But and you know, I got, I'm got. i almost identical to her. There's There's almost like no differences between the two of us. And so I really have kept that in check because of seeing that, I think. Because I am a collector. I mean, obviously, mainly books. Um, but, oh, hold on. Now I'm getting another phone call. Why? Every time? I never get phone calls because no one has my number. And now I'm getting... Okay. I love you guys. More in a minute. Okay, yeah. So... Books, but I but also miniature figurines of animals and all these kind of things, and and vases and blankets. Okay, I I could go on and on, but I keep it in check now. I really do. So I am not a hoarder at all, and I'm a clean person. Unfortunately, my awesome grandma was not very clean. Maybe I'm nothing like my grandma. Maybe maybe I was wrong about that. Um, but anyway, so I've known her. I also I can't talk about it too much because. Um, it would be rude, but I, I have known other hoarders as well. Uh, at least three other legitimate hoarders. And, um, I've been in all of their homes and, you know, look, my heart goes out to them because it is a, it's a mental illness. And there was a time when I wasn't living appropriately for the size of home or apartment I was living in. And It was kind of scary, and I will say it was a sign of not being right mentally, Uh, and I'm not saying that as a, you know, I don't want to make it a vast overstatement. I watch hoarders, too, by the way. Not all of them. God, some of, like, it just depends. Again, some hoarders are so sweet, and some hoarders are so mean. I mean, it is just a, it's a sad thing. So, anyway, lots of hoarders in my life. Thank you for asking, Charlie, and the other ones I'm going to email to you. Because, and I'm sorry if that one was supposed to be a private response. You know what I want to do, you guys, is, um, is, this, is this a dumb idea or not? I want to put in to my website a little like secret link or a secret, like where you can write in questions, uh, podcast people write in questions and I'll respond to them. So they just kind of come to me through my website or something. I don't know. Maybe that's not that necessary, but I think it would be fun. And that way people can also ask anonymously or if they don't want to open their email or, I mean, as if that's really hard. (laughs) I guess it's not too hard to open your email, but it feels like it. Back to me and yesterday, how everything felt hard. I guess that's what I wanted to say. So now we've gone a full day and I've also had to run some errands today, this afternoon, which I didn't intend on, but I had to for... Um, various reasons. And I thought, you know, today is nothing like it was yesterday. I was in crowded parking lots. I was in kind of annoying situations where things didn't work out, but I just didn't care. So I don't know. It just, you know, am I moody? I don't like to think about myself as moody, but maybe there's just something in the air some days, or it does go back to how your body's dealing with your sleep and all of that. But all right, I'm gonna let you guys be for a little while, give you guys a little breather. I'll Next time I'll be back and I'll read. I don't know what I'll be reading yet, but I'm gonna draw for a little while and then I'll be back and we'll find out. All right, guys, bye-bye. All right, we're gonna read. I hope this damn thing is recording. I don't trust it after that one time recently when everything got deleted. Um, all right, I've, okay. I was reminded of David Markson recently through a long series of events and decided I needed to buy a couple of David Markson's David Markson books for somebody I know and made me get out my Markson books and kind of explore and realize I think I've only read Markson on the podcast maybe once but he is very important to me and I didn't discover him until much later I didn't read okay so let me tell you who Markson is first uh david markson american novelist died in 2010 and he was about 80 he was in his early i think 80s at the time uh he was most known for a book that came out a novel called wittgenstein's mistress and that sort of launched him he was in already in his 60s at the time and kind of launched him into a little bit of stardom there but he's always kind of more on the undercurrent and i first heard of him because david foster wallace spoke very highly of him. I'm so sorry for all the noises. I don't know how to turn all of this off. Um, Sorry for all the ums as well. So that kind of describes to you Markson, but it is very complicated to describe the book that I'll be reading from. And it is called This Is Not a Novel. And I have a couple of different copies of this one. This is one that came out in 2016 from Counterpoint Books. And it's a collection of three of his books. So we have This Is Not a Novel, Vanishing Point, and The Last Novel. But I highly recommend really anything by him. I especially also love Reader's Block. So if you guys like what I'm about to read, then you're probably going to love it. And... This book is so hard to explain that the best thing I could do is I found a Goodreads review by somebody named Jonathan Cook, and I'm going to read the first paragraph of it. Okay, this experimental work is an enthralling amalgamation of anecdotes, aphorisms, and quotations from writers and artists interspersed with self-reflexive comments by the writer, which is capitalized writer, that's the main character of the book, who has assembled them. As the title implies, this is certainly not a novel, not in the general sense of the term, and yet a reader who follows the flow will gradually notice certain novelistic conventions insinuating themselves. Writer, as the narrator refers to himself, is tired of inventing characters and subjecting them to the rigors of plot development. Instead, historical personages from Dickens to Beethoven recur throughout the book, they're born create speak fondly or acidly is that how you say that acidly of their own work and the work of others and then die death in fact is a major concern of writer works of art interlock and interrelate diary entries attributions and critical comments jostle for position But what at first appear to be random bits of historical trivia ultimately come together with a narrative logic, a beginning, middle, and end. So while Markson has jettisoned the standard conflict and resolution pattern of a novel, he nevertheless fashions a literary journey that gets somewhere. Indeed, the book's conclusion will come as an intensely moving surprise to those who reach it. So hopefully that sort of explains it a little bit, and if you've listen to my other podcast where I read Marx and I think you'll get it. Um, although I have no memory of that. (laughs) I just know that I must've read him at some point. It seems like I have. Did anyone figure out if I read Proust? Damien thinks I has, have, I mean, Damien thinks I has read Proust. Uh, No, I know I have read Proust, but I don't know that I've read it on the podcast. Any, anything from in remembrance of things past. Um, and in the book, this is, a, this is Not a Novel, the writer refers to what this book is. Uh, um, he calls it anything from a novel, an epic poem, a mural, an autobiography, a heap of riddles, a polyphonic opera of a kind, a verbal fugue, a classic tragedy, a comedy, um, all sorts of things. So, And it is all of those, and it is a novel, but I, I you know me. I tend to think of things as poems. When they when they come close to a poem, I'm calling them a poem. And maybe that's offensive to a poet out there, but I hope not. Uh, so I'm going to just skip somewhere in the middle and I'll read some of these. Imagine if you want to visually imagine what this looks like. It's basically double space between each sentence or each small. I mean, I think the, the most you're ever going to get in one little section is maybe three lines. And then it skips down. So it basically looks like one sentence, double space. One sentence, double space. Another sentence, double space. All right, let's do this. John Singer Sargent died reading Voltaire. Please, sir, I want some more. Gluck died after a series of strokes. Worms feed on Hector Brave. Siegfried Sassoon threw his military cross into the mercy and disgust with the waste of war. Mina Loy, already suffering advanced spinal osteoarthritis, died of pneumonia. In one of his less balanced periods, Robert Lowell penciled in some revisions in Milton's *Lycidas*, and insisted he was the author of the entire poem. I love that. I'm going to, like, go recreate Bosch's Garden of Delights, like, for the, in the exact size it actually is, and just claim that, yeah, I'm the one who did that. An anthology of extraordinary suicide notes, or of any suicide notes, is there such? Dorothy Parker died of a heart attack. Kenneth Tienen died of emphysema. He doesn't want me to have a life of my own, says Sonia Tolstoy's diary. Machiavelli died of unidentified stomach spasms. Addie Joss died of tubercular meningitis. Are we ever told what Addie Bundren dies of? Lawrence Durrell was found dead in a bathtub. Paulette Goddard died of heart failure. Why does Ryder sometimes seem to admire the Iliad even more when he's thinking about it than when he's actually reading it? Uh, Let's see. From From the King James Ecclesiastes, one generation passeth away and another generation cometh, but the earth abideth forever. From the Revised Standard Version, a generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. From the King James Song of Solomon, Our vines have tender grapes from the revised standard. Our vineyards are in blossom. James Baldwin died of cancer of the esophagus. Michael Harrington died of cancer of the esophagus. S.S. Orizaba. You never have music here, do you? It makes me nervous. Mozart was addicted to billiards. Francis Farmer died of throat cancer. Martha, I don't know how to say her name, Argerich? Andre Breton died of heart failure precipitated by massive asthma attacks. Eddie Poe, Edgar Allen was commonly called. Leslie Howard died in a plane shot down by the Germans in World War II. William Gaddis died of prostate cancer. Velasquez was unconditionally dismissive of Raphael as a painter. George Meredith died of what was called a chill John Gay died of what was called colic, but he was most probably, he was, but was most probably stomach cancer. Wallace Stevens once worked briefly as a newspaper reporter and was assigned to cover Stephen Crane's funeral. Zane Gray was a dentist. This skull is Helen. Art, which is not propaganda, is not art, said Diego Rivera. Totally disagree with that, by the way. Writer's arse. Edgarpo. For a time, as young men, Delacroix and Bonington shared a studio. Tony Lazzari died in a fall down a flight of stairs during an epileptic seizure. Early in the morning, I go to the rear blackboard and draw a small dollar sign. No one notices. The janitor who washes the blackboards every night must surely guess why it's there. I'll stop there. Again, I could do this all night. I mean, more and more I look at it. Here's one. It just says, Death of the Month Club. Uh, Enzer died at 89, having done every bit of his significant work before he was 40. Oh, God, I wish I hadn't read that. That's not going to be me, motherfuckers. I, trust me. <laughs> I'm not going to let it be me. Please, God, don't let it be me. I've probably done nothing significant at, at this point anyway, but I'm working on it. Okay, so that's David Markson. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know I did. I feel like I had other things to say to you guys. Let me think. Let me think what I've missed out on and haven't. Oh, I know what I haven't told you guys. So along with me trying to just get focused and eliminate everything else from my life so I can draw working towards my show. Again, you guys are invited. Last week of April, New York City, Susan Inglot Gallery, me. I'm not going to tell you the name of the the title of the show yet, but I'm excited about that as well. But I just decided, well, I some, again, a long set of circumstances made me obsessed with the kinks song waterloo sunset now when i went to school in london i lived right off of waterloo station so that was my area what this song is sort of referring to although it was originally apparently intended to be some other location but ray davies had a connection to waterloo station and anyway if you don't know the song waterloo station look up the Kinks version. I also know it as an Elliott Smith cover that I loved, that I saw him actually perform once in Austin, Texas in the 90s, and that was really, really special to me. And I absolutely love this song. Hadn't thought of it in a long time, admittedly. And then it's like it's my lifeblood. I can't live without it. I've, I've put it on repeat, like singular repeat, just the song, not the whole album, even though the whole album is good. And I can't stop listening to it. I mean, I I have to pause a half hour show at least twice just to listen to it again. And I'm trying to memorize very specific sounds and the way Ray Davies voice does certain things at certain times. I don't know what's going on. And this happened, this does happen occasionally. And I've told you guys, I move through obsessions, but normally it's with a certain actor or actress or something like that. But this is specifically for Waterloo Sunset. And um, I just can't tell you how obsessed I am with it. So much so that okay, what I was getting to where I'm trying to eliminate anything extra, like make doctor appointments for April after you're done with the show. Don't make them now, even if you think you need to, that kind of thing. But late the other night, I decided to go up to, um, where we have a keyboard or it's like a, I mean, is it an, I think they call it an electric piano. I call it a keyboard. I don't know what it officially is, but it's Coltrane's. It's Damien's youngest son, my stepson, Coltrane's. and. I decide I can't live without learning how to play this song on the piano. So I start learning it. I look up a tutorial. I stay up way too late practicing it. I'm no good at this point, to be honest with you. And it's kind of making me sad because as a kid, I was really good. Well, I never got to take lessons. I've told you guys this story. Thank God, because the guy who was giving everyone lessons in my little neighborhood was molesting children. So I thought I was mad at my parents for not getting me a piano and piano lessons, but... I'm actually very grateful. So anyway, but again, back to my grandma, Jenny, she was an organist and at at church, a Catholic church, and I was obsessed. So she had little electric pianos or keyboards all over her house. Again, hoarder, so she had many of them. I remember there one being in the basement. I remember one in her bedroom. I remember one in another bedroom. And oh my God, I loved it. So anyway, it was really fun. And, and I mean, it's so basic, but when I... Think about musicians doing things like that. Like, <laughs> this is just what they do. I happen to be married to one. It's so, it makes me so jealous. It's so different from visual art, isn't it? It's just, I mean, visual art's great, but it doesn't really hold a candle to music. Of course, I'm talking, okay, good visual art next to good music does hold a candle. But for the most part, overall, there's a reason more people have, you know, Spotify and iTunes memberships than than they do to museums. You know what I mean? There's just, it just connects with people more. So anyway, long story short, Waterloo Sunset, so obsessed, I can't even handle it. And I wish I could play it right now, but of course, I'm not allowed to to do that. That would not be right of me anyway. So I'm not going to, but If you don't know it, pull it up, listen to it, love it. And if you do know it, then welcome to loving it with me. Okay, what else? I guess I'll tell you guys a little um, updates. Again, I never say this. I always forget these days, but you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Robin underscore O'Neill, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I'm also going to put a link in the description. Some of you guys asked about... I don't think I'd put the link up, but there is a t-shirt available through one of my galleries, Inman Gallery in Houston, Texas. And the t-shirt is of one of my hotel stationery drawings. It's of a lion roaring or yawning, you be the judge. And I'm really excited about it. This is a very limited um, edition t-shirt that you should definitely pick up. That has, a, I think, a pretty great drawing on the front of it. So that's a part of their holiday sale, just kind of something fun we decided to do. So link in the description, go find that. And I'll probably be posting it in the stories occasionally too, in Instagram. And other than that, I'm sure I have other things to say, but I feel like it'd be best to just let you guys go. This one ran over a little bit and I hope it was okay collage style. This was a little bit easier on me today. I don't know that it's a good idea. Whoops, I just hit my mic. I don't know that it's a good idea or that I should do this very often, but it was fun to do it tonight. You guys also, okay, sorry, one more thing. Tonight, so I was in California, Northern California for just a little tiny bit of time and I had no time to do anything. But the one thing I really wanted to do was go to In-N-Out and get the grilled cheese, which for those of you who think this is a podcast dedicated to corporate America, um, it's not and also if you don't know about it because you're super cool and never heard about In-N-Out or don't want to deal with it because it's a corporation. um, (laughs) Long story short, I didn't end up going anyway, and I've actually only been to In-N-Out maybe twice in my whole life. However, I do know I love their grilled cheese, and their grilled cheeses are basically a burger, like a fast food burger with no meat on it. And so I decided to get all the ingredients to make my own tonight at the house. So I have nice brioche buns. I have, it's, sorry, sorry, fools. I got American cheese. I'm going to make my own sauce and it's going to be grilled onions. And it's got tomatoes and, and does it have regular? I'm going to put raw and grilled onions. Take that. And I think that's it. I don't think there's much else on it. Anyway, I'll look it up and make sure, but I want to create my own. And we'll see how that goes. Okay, you guys, that's it. You don't need to hear about everything I put into my body. I'm also drinking kombucha. I ate a lot of grapes today. And I'm really into cereal with oat milk right now. That's all. I love you guys. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. That's Anton Chekhov. And Cy Young died of a heart attack. Good night.